Welcome to season two of Be The Difference. Brought to you by Back to Back Ministries, celebrating 25 years of being the voice for orphan and vulnerable children around the world. We share stories of everyday people who are being the difference in the lives of others. I'm your host, Sammy Matthews, and I'm here with my co-host, Chris Cox. A new season, new stories, new conversations. I can't wait to get in. We've got some new formats. We're going to talk about that at the end of the episode. So stick around to hear what you're going to expect in season two. But generally, every month we're going to dive into a big question. And what's our big question for this month, Chris? This month we are asking, how can we be the difference in the world of adoption and foster care. So this is a big topic. This is not a simple answer that we're going to come to. But I thought I'd start out by asking, like, what's your experience in understanding and coming to be familiar with adoption and foster care? I think you used the right word there of saying this is even big as in a topic. It's global. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that was always true for me in navigating adoption as global. But I actually mean that from the opposite side, it always felt far away. Mm-hmm. Adoption was something that Americans did for those in developing countries that didn't have access to something. And it was not something that was as intuitive, intrinsically like connected to my daily life. And my growth over the last 20 plus years in recognizing the longing for all of us to have a sense of permanency and belonging is actually the way that I would say my my connection to adoption and foster care has grown. Yeah, I think that that resonates with me too. I I think I always had a I probably colored by Orphan Annie like in the movies and plays that I saw of like someone who was in need being adopted by someone mm. who is really rich and it was a happy story and she went from a bad situation to a good situation and they sang songs and it was all kind of simple. But my experience has been that it's far more nuanced than that, far more complex. There's not necessarily a good guy and a bad guy in the story and a lot closer to home. As you were sharing, my mind went back to where that question would originate for me personally. And I was in fifth grade when one of my aunts did foster. I didn't know to even put the word foster Mm. with it at the time. As a kid, you don't know. I had no idea. Um, and was probably too engulfed in the world of the NFL, NBA, (laughs) and Major League Baseball to even care um, about what was happening. And maybe a little hip hop. Uh, (laughs) But I recognized that my aunt, farming community in Kentucky, brought in a, an ethnically different infant into this space. But his name was Christopher. Hmm. And we immediately had this connection. And so there would be, even be times where I'm the one walking around the house, like holding little baby Christopher. And it's just crisscross is what they called it because we were a hip hop group at the time. <laughs> uh, But I can go back to thinking about, oh, wow, that was part of my childhood. But then if I grow over time and I look at that, all of the extended family members around me had someone live in a home. It wasn't formal, but being from Maysville, Kentucky, there are a lot of different narratives happening in this rural farming community. And everyone I know had someone stay with them for some period of time that was either a child or youth adolescent age growing up. Yeah, I think that's the thing that it can feel far away and like something we're not a part of, but Mm -hmm. it's actually 
probably a lot closer to home than most of us realize. And it's not necessarily even always formal. Right. But adoption and foster care is about being present for someone else, which is when when we were trying to answer that question, we had these two conversations, kind of the answer we both came to is that this is a lot about just being present. Yeah, and it's finding a way to be present no matter what role you're invited to play. I think that's something mm-hmm. that you and I have both learned over time and that we both probably have seen ourselves in different um, roles. You're not an adoptive parent. Mm-hmm. I'm not an adoptive parent. Neither of us are currently fostering. But am I right to say that you've thought about that in your own life and at one point thought, I'm sure I'll adopt or be fostering. Oh yeah, and it's so interesting in my own story. I, When I was growing up, I literally sat my parents down and said, don't you dare think about adopting or bringing another child into this home because I don't really wanna share anything with anyone else. (laughs) I already have to share with my brother, that's really enough. That was me, that was like eight-year-old Sammy. And so then my parents laugh all the time Mm. when they look at my life trajectory and hear me say things like, I really dream about building my family through foster care and adoption. And it kind of feels like only God could write that story that someone could go from eight years old telling their parent, don't you dare have that be a part of our story, to literally dreaming about that being a part of my story. And I don't know for sure what will happen, Sure, but it's definitely something God's put on my heart. Yeah, and we we dialogue about this because we want a larger conversation around the celebration of creating semi-permanency or permanency. And by semi, I mean, I need a safe place for now. Mm -hmm. There are children and youth who just need a safe place for now because reconciliation to the safe places or the people that should be safe is still gonna be part of the story. Mm -hmm. Something needs to change so that I can go back to what should be safe. And there's other stories where it's going to be a more permanent sense um, of that felt safety or connection that we're looking for. But we all have a role to play and our vantage point changes over time. And to that word of presence mattering and us fully being present, I would say that me finding a place to be present around those who are adventuring into foster care does have a level of importance in connection to the people that are fostering in there. And I love that that dialogue around being present can mean playing the role that I'm called to play and continuing to show up. Yeah, I think it doesn't have to mean being the foster parent mm-hmm. or the adoptive parent. I think it can extend to the communities that surround. Right foster parents, adoptive parents, and biological parents who are maybe in process of finding the strengthening and equipping that they need to be a a safe place for their kids again. Having said that, that there's a a place for all of us to be present with one another. Mm -hmm. I will say that the two guests that we're gonna introduce you to on this thing um, remind me that being a foster parent and choosing adoption and going down that path and being advocates for those who are fostering and adopting, there is a difference that's being made by foster parents and adoptive parents that is just so significant. And even before we get to say our normal thank yous in these episodes, if you are fostering and adopting and you're listening uh, to this or you've done this in the past and you have changed the narrative of families, we wanna say thank you. 
And also, if you've wrapped your arms around biological families so that they could find a way to stick together, we want to say thank you as well. Sammy, who are we going to talk to this uh, this season and this theme of adopting and fostering? So we're going to talk to Mike Wilson. He is the director of an organization called My Life Speaks. They have worked in Haiti. He has an incredible story of showing up and being present in the community he lived in in Haiti, but also specifically for one of his adoptive daughters. And then we're going to hear from Tony Steer, and she has a long history of working in Guatemala and now is leading a ministry to support and come alongside and be present for adoptive and foster families. Both of the stories have this theme that was just really undeniable when we listened to it, that presence matters. So each month, we're going to give you an episode every week. This month, you're going to hear from Mike and Tony. You're also going to hear a bonus episode. And then you got this intro episode where we just kind of talk about how, what are our thoughts on this big question we're asking for the month? Yeah, so you've heard what we anticipate and a little bit of our thoughts going into a conversation around how presence can impact um, our journeys as we try to be the difference around fostering and adopting. We can't wait until uh, we get to have another dialogue on the back end of these episodes on what we've learned from them. So we're just going to ask you to be present with us as we figure out how presence matters. Yeah.